0: Welcome to this week's album, a book club, but with music. Every Wednesday during a discussion that is streamed live on Twitch and YouTube, we discuss this week's album before then picking the album for the following week. Enjoy our discussion on this week's album. If you're listening on Spotify, you can listen to our Spotify exclusive episodes where you can hear some of the songs we discuss. Jake, 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 how are we? Not too bad, and yourself. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. So, come here. We are here today to discuss an indie album which was chosen to see if we could get Piggy to like an indie album with some context. Yeah, so this time around, I gave context for the album Carrie and Aloe, Lowell. I'm not sure, Lowell. and Lowell by Sophia Stevens. It's fascinating. Mm-hmm. I can pronounce his name, but I can't pronounce Lowell.
1: And I just call him Jan because I watch you cringe every time I do it. No, you gave great context too. And when you explained it and your reasoning and the way you looked at this album and looked at Piggy, it really made a lot of sense to me. I I, I thought you had made a fantastic choice with this album. Mm.
0: Good to hear, go to, here, go to
1: at last, Now, that says nothing about what I feel about it this week. I mean, that was my reaction last week when you were explaining it. And in our chat when you were explaining why, too.
0: Yeah, and welcome, everybody, in the chat, as per usual. Um, we don't have Piggy with us this week on the... the- the podcast, the chat, whatever you want to call it these days. Can we call it a podcast if I still forget to upload episodes? I don't know. It's so um, just the
1: forgot the forgotten episode, it's okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, so let's touch on that real quickly. So for those who are here in the YouTube, in the Twitch channel um and have been present for our discussion on Juice Worlds album, yeah. Just you can be you can you can always remember or be you are part of that forgotten episode or that secret episode because that is gone now it does not exist that does not (laughs) exist my bad my bad um but look that's life right that's life. hey juice
1: juice (laughs) world doesn't exist anymore either so i guess it's only appropriate
0: it, it it's it's the Patreon exclusive, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, get our Patreon. Up to, I
1: don't know twenty thousand dollars a month, and we're good. And welcome everybody in the chat. We see Faldo out there. We see Peggy. Hey Butter. Hey V. Uh, Rat Notes, or I'm not calling you Rat. I'm calling you V. Hey Amy. or Quill. We still haven't figured out what to call you yet either.
0: Yeah, so that episode's gone. But anyways, apart from that episode, um piggy's in the chat tonight so piggy let us know was the context good for you and did it help you to enjoy the album and just just let us know your thoughts on the album really as well all your all your feedback piggy let us hear let us hear so the same goes out to the guys on the twitch stream we also want to know how you felt about the album did it meet your expectations actually what were your expectations Um, were they met yes or no don't don't give away too much just let us know your expectations and where they met.
1: and don't forget greg's original question that he asks every week but he hasn't this week did you listen to the album
0: exactly and jake right since i've heard this album millions of times yeah yeah i want to know what were your expectations coming into this album and how did you feel So I had
1: extremely high expectations for this album, and I I had them for a multitude of reasons. And one of the big ones being is I I trust, despite you making me listen to the girl band and just (laughs) I I trust your judgment and your taste in music a lot. And to know that how much you enjoyed this album, I was very excited for it. Um, I also went in with high expectations from you know i guess we talk about in the podcast my, the reason i'm here my points of expertise the the technical musical aspect i was very excited because after we listened to sufjan stevens's album ascension which is his album after this one um when we discussed it i told you guys it was very evident that he was a very talented musician who as i wrote in my notes is his own worst enemy when it comes hmm. to his music he has a tendency to overindulge his need to be experimental Mm -hmm. and it can take a beautiful, beautiful piece of music and just give it that little tinge of, ew. And I was hoping that he would eradicate that with this album. And he did for the most part.
0: Well, yeah, you also got to bear in mind that with Sophia Stevens, he's been a musician for a long time now. He's a lot of albums. Um, and I guess towards uh, actually I won't even say towards a certain point, but I mean, he he absolutely experiments with some albums. Um, mm. but then at the same time, he Ascension, I remember saying that I guess he just felt like that's where he is in his musical like mindset right now with that sort of music and it' done nothing for me either, Ascension. Um, mm. but this album here for me, is his best album and there's a lot of his albums I haven't listened to fully because I've gone to listen to them and I just knew that they weren't my style so I was like right okay I'll leave that album alone and come back to it another time but I always revisit this album I love it.
1: And I can see why hmm. and I can see why from a multitude of reasons for a multitude of reasons um, and, and a big one being is and this is going to sound like a diss there's there's one dig on this album i have and it's a big one and we'll get to it later but it didn't it did not ruin this album for me at all um but we'll get to that part later this man does exactly what you've talked about you really liking music to do and that is he expresses a story an emotional thing in his life and he gets it off his chest and he puts it into song in this very expressive and cathartic way and this is raw like this is you want to talk about raw emotion on an album like this is it and for those of you who don't know carrie carrie and lowell were his mother and i believe his first stepfather or his only stepfather right greg
0: i i don't know whether it's his first and only but i know that it's his as you said his mother and his stepfather yeah it's
1: not his biological dad
0: yeah, no, it's not his biological dad, and I know last week I said his dad, um, but it's absolutely his stepdad,
1: yeah. Well, from doing a little bit of reading, which I hadn't done last time, this man seems to be more of his dad than his dad. Okay. Um, Lo- Lowell is still the owner of uh, the record producing company, I think, that does uh, all of Slyfian's albums.
0: Asthmatic I, I think it is, is it? Or I I believe. Yeah,
1: it's uh, it's uh, Asthmatic Kitty. And I do believe that, yeah, Lowell is the co-founder of his record company, Asthmatic Kitty. There it is, yeah. Um, so this album is about his mother who got very sick of some form of cancer, um, I believe, and passed away. And they had had, through their entire life, very a very strenuous relationship. And Greg can get into some more details about it as he explains some of the songs and their meanings. Um and <laughs> Sufyan Stevens did what Sufyan Stevens went out to do on this album and he got those emotions out and he expressed them and he told stories. It almost felt at one point like you were sitting down listening to somebody talking about their their pad. Like you were just sitting there having beers with a buddy and he was telling you stories about his life. Like it had that feeling at certain certain points.
0: Yeah, like that's like you said a few things there that really summed my view up on this album and music in general. As you said there, for me, one of the key things that I need in an album or, or I want from an album is story or um, a, a theme, um, And that's something that I on about an awful lot. But also I like concept albums. And this, I guess, ultimately would be a concept album because um, at the end of the day... It's all the one big theme and story that he's discussing, like right. you know. But um, for me, like you said as well, the emotion on this album is just like I said to Piggy last week that this is an album where you want to pay attention to the lyrics. But I or I said it's where it's very lyric heavy. Well, it's also well, it is lyric heavy, and it's one of those albums that I did stress the importance of listening to the lyrics. It's also the way he portray, uh, like, the way he said, like, like his emotion, the way he delivers it is just...
1: Are you saying it invokes emotion?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Not even, no, not even that. It's, like, just, like, just hearing this man speak those words, like, the way he's speaking those words or singing those words, like, he's clearly feeling emotional or feeling drained, or, as he says in some of the songs, like, he's fucking exhausted or, like, he's a wreck or he wants to kill himself, you know, he's just, is, he's all over the place, you know, and, yeah. and, and you can tell like, not just by the lyrics, but by the way he's delivering it. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, this is very, and, and Piggy, I've, I've seen some of your comments and we'll get to you in, a, in, in one second here. Um, when you asked me about my expectations for the album, the other part of my expectations were how I was choosing to go into this album. Okay. Because I knew this was such a lyrically intense and story driven album, I fully went into this trying to look at it from the technical musical aspect, not the lyrical aspect, not anything like that. I wanted him to impress me with what he could do musically. He is considered one of the most skilled musicians in the world. Like he's he's got fellowships at various college and music music institutions like, he's extremely well respected. so I wanted him to impress me with that. Um, and yeah, uh, there were times, definitely. Uh, let's wait, let's catch up here real Sorry, quick. I just want to
0: know, are you ahead. saying there were times where you weren't impressed?
1: there were a, only a few and it all is for the same reason. Um, and I'll get to that here in one second. Uh, Bell says the album was amazing in my opinion uh butters says i didn't have much expectations after the last album but this album was added right to my library after the first song and then piggy says i'm glad to hear you guys really enjoyed it but i didn't i stopped after three to four songs i really don't think i like music (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i've tried so many different styles and just don't like them this album is so whiny to me um and yeah it looks like greg said or like bell said like you know you, you just you like you like what you like. You like rap. You like rap. Like we'll find you've you've had other other genres that you enjoy. Um, they're just few and far between, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being picky. Um, and then let's see what else we got here. We fell a little behind. Um, it says at least he gave it a shot. And and the thing, piggy, is and I, and Greg might agree with me or might disagree. Is I think the
0: last half of this album is the stronger half of this album. Oddly um, enough, see- oddly enough, I for me no, right, and it's an awkward really? one to explain. Um oh, yeah. and it, it probably like my explanation right now will probably sound like more of a diss to the album. Um, but I listen to this album a lot going to sleep, so mm-hmm. usually I'm asleep before the the last half of the album. So. Sure. The the first half I just like I, like like I said for me the strong the strongest part of the album is the first half just because it's the part I hear more than the rest of the album you know, just because mm-hmm. I listen to this a lot going to bed, um. With that being said, like some of his better songs are in the be- second half. I do agree with you. I've just heard the first half a lot more and therefore appreciate the first half a lot more. You wanna you wanna hit us up with those last
1: four comments?
0: Sure, like five comments.
1: <laughs> and um, I start with Batu. Or fell though the album did invoke emotions with me, even though really list- he wasn't listening to the lyrics All right now. You take it from Quill. Yeah, man. but he
0: also said I had a very hard time focusing on the lyrics. Um, yes. Said. Then Quill says, I agree that he's a pretty phenomenal musician overall, but does he know how to write a song that doesn't start with a jangly guitar picking and end with sustained melancholy chords slowly dying out? There's a lot of same in this, on this album. Now, I get that. I get that, and I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. But 2 says, 100% agree with the last half is for sure the best, okay. um, So, ultimately, again, that kind of boils down to where Sufjan's mindset was at the time, you know? Like, at the end of the day, this is his journal dealing with the death of his mother, you know? And dealing with like not only is he just like it's a different relationship to most people have with their mother because his mother abandoned him so he was struggling with that with like with the forgiveness of that but also with the death of his mother you know so yeah that was a large thing on the album is like mother i forgive you um but also him feeling destroyed because he lost his mother like whether or not it was a difficult relationship doesn't matter it's still his mother you know um mm. But yeah it's just that just clearly that man was struggling and we all have different ways of coping with things this guy's way of coping with the death of his mother was sitting down writing this album and recording it he says it helped him tremendously um i fucking believe it um yeah but and then but then
1: he also said it didn't remember because there's a quote here that says I was recording songs as a means of grieving, making sense of it. But the writing and recording wasn't the salve I expected. I fell deeper and deeper into doubt and misery. It was a year of darkness. In the past, my work has had real reciprocity of resources. I would put something in and get something from it, but not this time.
0: Interesting. I wonder. I wonder. Did he later on change his mind on that, or was the other was the other comments that I read just incorrect? And I wonder. I think there's two phases of grief. There's obviously multiple phases
1: of grief. We're not getting into this. We are Ireland's number one music (laughs) mental health podcast, but we're not getting into the stages of grief. But I believe this was his cathartic release, writing it and getting it out. Mm. I think he expected music to give something back to him, which is something a lot of musicians do. Because we give so much of ourselves to our music, and usually the music does give us something back in one sense or another mm. I can understand his frustration, the situation of not, but you should never give something to the musical gods and expect anything back <laughs>
0: yeah. and actually like it's it's one of the things like that touches home for me in the album is um one of his lines is like what's the point of writing songs if no one even hears them, you know? And that that's something that kind of, I, like, I'm not a musician, but I struggle with that a lot with photography, actually. Whereas, like, I've always enjoyed photography, but at the same time, like, what's the point of doing this, like, if nobody sees this shit, you know? Um, yeah. So I can only imagine how he must feel with music. Like, like yeah. That's that's how I can relate that is with photography. So I can only imagine how people feel with music, you know?
1: absolutely and if you're seven al- if this is your seventh album if you're six albums into it and you've gotten this you've gotten something back from the music every time either emotionally or whatever because who knows what he means when he says he would get something back only he does um and then to have nothing really come back to you after such a life-changing event that you poured yourself he poured himself out into this fucking album um that, that has to be frustrating, and, and, and it probably would make me question a lot of things. Um, but at the same time, to circle back around, oh, yeah. Yes, existence is painful. me. You are very much correct. And, and, and this album very much explains that to us. Um, to touch on what Quill said about everything starting with a jangly guitar picking and ending with sustained melancholy chords until it dies out, that was my biggest issue. With this album from any standpoint songs one and four the last 30 seconds you don't need it uh, the very last song in the album you don't need the last one minute and 45 seconds now i'm the asshole who makes you guys listen to guitar drawn out guitar solos and drum solos and bass solos see but they're offering something musically
0: Right, but I disagree with you about needing it, right? Sure, you don't need it, but it's like with movies where you, like, for example, maybe maybe David Lynch or something, I can't think of anyone off the top of my head, but like where certain scenes, you will have it drawn out to create that tension, where with these songs, it's a very emotional album, and that like added few seconds at the end of the song is almost adding, like, that added bit of tension slash sadness or whatever. I get it. It's that's, the that's
1: fade to black. About. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's the fade to black. It's the it's the end of uh, spoilers. The the la- the first of the last two
0: Infinity War movies. <laughs> you know, it's the fade to black. Like, I no, I don't even I, agree with the fade. To, like, I, I get what you are saying with the fade to black, but I mean, like, not quite. It's like it's a case of what I am doing right now, which is rather than me rushing through my sentence, I'm dragging this out for her shits and giggles. So with him, he drags it out, and it kind of, it works, you know? It works.
1: It, it does, and when he does it in the middle of the song, and he does it with a musical
0: substance to it, but... It, it works for me, because by me dragging my sentence out, it almost sounds like I'm, I'm depressed right now where I'm taking the piss, where if I were saying this quicker, I am more likely to sound like I'm taking the piss. So my point there is by him dragging that out, it adds to the, the sadness of the album, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, uh, let's see here. Amy says, you really want to hear him hitting the same emotional wall again. Oh, you really hear him hitting the same emotional wall again and again. It definitely helps to understand why the album hits that same note pretty much throughout. And it does. And I, I'll catch us up on the chat, and then I wanna, I wanna touch on a viewer question here. Um, Piggy says, "I'm happy to hear you saying the things, saying things about the album." I, I was thinking, "I'm just not meant for this type of music." It works if you like the music, but for me, I wanted it to end, and it, that's fair. It's not for everyone. Oh, we got a big one there. You wanna, you wanna read that while I go get the viewer question?
0: Sure. So Rat mm. says, not to derail. We I love a good derail. Um, there is a limit to how much you can repeat in dramatic outros and bridges in songs. Good reference point to joy formidable. The first time you listen to some of their music, the long drawn out repeating sounds amazing. It does add drama effect that I agree with you. That's like a movie. I do think it can hurt the re- re-listenability if that's a word of song. And it's a word now, like i hear you right and i guess for me like i've listened to this album an awful lot over the years and it's never been an issue for me so i guess i'm surprised to hear two people let alone one person i'm supposed to hear yeah well, yeah i'm surprised to hear both of you say that it was an issue where to me like it's not an issue for me but i guess i'm I'm getting like offensive i'm getting defensive about it for some reason now but i mean it sounds like get defense i'm not i'm just you know i i'm ultimately saying that for me it's not an issue and i'm surprised that it is an issue for you i just i'm trying to understand why it's an issue but i guess i don't need to understand it i
1: think it's a i think it has to do with a a multitude of different layers when it comes to the music um, and one is you'll always have a little bit of bias towards artists and album that you you love and I'll, I'll give you an example of my case and I can give you a very good example for me is, I you know I love The Doors and you have to think like, let's t- take light my fire, take the end, take oh, those geez. 14 minute songs. I can listen to that all day. Mm-hmm. But you can't. And it's the same thing for a lot of people. It's long, it's drawn out, it's got endless Ray Manzarek beating his face on the six keyboards, while Jim Morrison's crotch-thrusting dancing with his mic. Like It's not for everyone. Um, Hey, hey, shut up, V. The doors are amazing. Felda says, I'm with Greg on this one, to be honest. It works for me as well. For me, it just tied the album together. And then Quill says, I wouldn't have bothered. It wouldn't have bothered me on any single song, but it definitely became distracting when listening to the album as a single work. And it does, as it happens repeatedly, as you're listening to it and one sitting over and over, it becomes more noticeable. Um, and that kind of Feldo's comment kind of brings me around to our viewer question, which is from Feldo himself. Um, and remember guys, if you're not on the discord join our discord uh we can get you a link or move bottle poster right there Uh, we have a channel for weekly questions about the album and we get to them every week so please stop in and ask us questions or just say hi uh wants to know maybe a weird question coming from the dutch they usually are but what did you guys think about how the album flows And this is interesting.
0: Yeah, and no, it Greg? is interesting. Well, for me, like probably not what you're saying, it's interesting. But for me, the reason why it's interesting is because I never actually quite thought about it for this album. As much as I've listened to this album over the years, I never quite thought much into the flow because for me, flow like it was a good flow. But now that you asked that question, um, like it's not the best flow on an album I've heard. Um, it's not bad either it's like i up until this point i it was never something i thought about but now that i'm thinking about it sure it can be improved on mm-hmm. um but i'm okay with it i guess
1: i enjoyed the flow of this album a lot mm-hmm. even though i 100 do not think that the flow of this album was a good flow for almost any other album
0: ever see i think that's what's going through my head right now is that like like, like in theory, as I I don't know, I think you you just summed it up perfectly. Actually, Fogo.
1: Here's the reason. Uh, I'll explain my reasoning here, and and it's something I thought about since I saw fellow's message on the Discord. It it's what do we look for in an album? We look for an album to tell a story, a lot like a book. It, it has what a do, curvature. Anyway. A cur- yeah, it tells it, it has a curvature up. You hit the peak, you plateau at the peak for a little bit, and then it settles down and it rides you out nice and smoothly to the exit. I've talked about albums doing what Sufyan does in this album, and it and I use the word disjointed a lot. And if any other album with any other theme, and the theme is the key word here, any other theme had tried to do this, it never would have fucking worked. But I'll go back to what I said at the start of the podcast when he put this out there and I listened to this whole album and I sat down, it felt like I was sitting there with a friend and he was just telling me stories about his life. And he, and and these flow together at the ends more like stories that you're telling a buddy in a bar or just while you're hanging out or maybe at your mother's wake. Like who knows? Like these feel like, Stories that are put together, rather than the traditional sense of how an album's built. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, no, it makes sense. Next follower a shot of a beer. Let's go. <laughs> no, I'm no, joking. that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> um. So then, right? I want to hear more about your like your thoughts on the album because, like I said, I heard it before plenty of times. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um. So. What did you like not with your critics hat on? Like did you like this album? No. Did you listen to it again? All that sort of stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. What did you like about it without your critics hat? Like as it like more of a personal opinion on it. Um
1: my per guess yes, I, I enjoyed this album quite a bit. Um do you guys know who KSI is? Yes, yes, Daniel, yes, yes we do. Hell of a boxer. Um <laughs> I, I enjoyed this album a lot. I would listen to eighty percent of this album again. There were a couple songs I could, I didn't dislike them, but I just I don't think they're re-listens for me. I mean, I wouldn't oppose to re-listening to them. But see, for you know. me,
0: I never pick and choose songs off this album. I always just listen to this album from start to finish. You know,
1: and, and I probably would too. It's only a forty-minute album, mm. um, so. i I did i really enjoyed it i i felt like from the moment it started track one felt like it was the intro to a movie of like the eternal sunshine of the spotless mind kind of variety Mm. you know i talk about a lot how some of these sounds make you feel like you're coming in from that aerial shot into the car that somebody's driving down a deserted road like that start of the album really felt like that and it really puts you in the mood to listen and get the feeling that somebody's telling a story and from a musical standpoint, I, l- I loved it. Um, I- I'll repeat what I said earlier. Sufjan Stevens is his own worst enemy when it comes to the quality of his music. Yeah, it's, um,
0: it's fascinating, though, because we mentioned last week that Piggy chose Tupac last week, and that was the first time we were visiting an artist and mm-hmm. um, so this time around we revisited an artist who got a lot of bad like from me you and p they were mm-hmm. and the, the viewers and um, gave that a lot of negative reviews so yeah. i'm delighted to see that the ratings have gone the complete opposite way or, so far as yeah, the same, Go good no no, i was just saying I'm, I'm delighted to see that last time around negative 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 this time around is more so positive positive positive
1: yeah um ascension is a trash album. like it is a it is a hot steaming pile of garbage and i don't mind saying it out loud um it it is the perfect example of what i was talking about where he is his own worst fucking enemy Mm -hmm. he writes some of the most beautiful layered simplistic structured music that i've ever heard simple walking chords a, a, a light you know soprano and mezzo soprano choral line just ah you know over it like so basic but it's done so well that it amplifies how good it is but then he does something fucking dumb randomly sometimes and he shoots himself in the foot um he didn't do that a lot here barely at all which flips the quality of this album on its head compared to ascension cheers for the oh thanks for the follow daniel yeah i saw i saw us type in chat and i was like wait who's typing for us i was like oh yeah it's that's you <laughs> so i was waiting for some sorry to pop up for a second I was Like, wait wrong person but no great album and one of the things i really respect about him more is the how do i how do i say this uh, you you've worked in a very detail oriented job where the smallest micron of difference i'm talking about your brewing can make a noticeable difference and music is the same way and if you execute the very basic things extremely well they seem way more advanced than they actually are and he does that so 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 well that as a musician, you sit here and you're just awestruck. You're like, he's doing the simplest fucking thing, and it sounds completely different mm. than it should because of the quality behind it. It's like eating a piece of Kobe beef or Kobe beef, and then eating a grass-fed American ribeye.
0: It's interesting. I I just read there, like Porter saying, "I wish I had your knowledge of music." And I was about to say the same, but now I realize one thing, which is, if I had your knowledge of music. I would be noticing what you consider to be flaws with this album, whereas I don't have your knowledge of music and they're not flaws to me. So right. So that's the curse of having your knowledge of music. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's a, Yeah, it's, it's one of those, it, it is one of those, it's a gift and a curse kind of things I've learned over the years because music and, and you all, every, most of the people in this chat know me well enough to know that like, you know, I don't work in music anymore. I don't, I, I studied music for a long time. I was playing the piano when I was five years old. Like, and I've, I've been studying music since I was five and I'm in my mid thirties. Like, so I've learned over time to kind of separate the two and partition them apart in my brain and, and let my, the side of me that just wants to fucking enjoy I All right, I'll guilty pleasure you right now. I'm live on Twitch. Y'all clip it. I'll listen to Old Town Road on repeat. I'll give a fuck. Like it is a piece of trash but it has me tapping my feet and i'm just like yeah i don't care but the musical side of me is like oh you fucking imbecile like why are you listening to this <laughs> like but i like it like who cares so i've learned a long time ago kind of how to let myself enjoy the lesser things like mm. this
0: thank you really like you, you said earlier that i'll probably give loads of tidbits and information of the songs of this album nope um, <laughs> I've come to the realisation that I need to become more prepared for these episodes um, to me I was just like oh yeah I love this album I'll happily chat about it didn't take any notes um, <laughs> but for you what's your favourite yeah. song on the album? Uh, Hang on a second I'm saying for the guys in the chat guys and girls in the chat let's know your favourite song on the album and your least favourite song on the album I will preface mm. this and say Jake I do not have a least favorite song in this album.
1: Uh, shoot, I. Uh, hang on a second. I got to do something I really don't want to do, but uh, I have to bring up my Spotify and start no, two different it's,
0: songs. It's, it's, it's crazy. I said earlier that I only ever listened to this as an album, I never listened to single songs on this one. So today, at one stage, I was looking at this album going, What is the name of this song? Like I don't, cause I don't ever look. Like I always just listen to the album. Don't ever look at the names of the songs, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But um, mm. okay. I guess I'll say my favorite song, anyways. Yeah, go ahead. Um, and I I spoke about it in the Discord during the week as well, actually. So my favorite song is the only thing, to me that um, I guess. I guess just ultimately, like. For me that just kinda of highlights where he is and his mindset on that album and yeah, is with that song. Um Yeah, the only thing.
1: Uh the only thing, I just clicked the beginning. That's the one where he walks the cord walks a cord down and he does it really well. No, I loved Eugene.
0: Yeah, Eugene. Like
1: I love that it shows the skill of his vocal range. Um because he really he's a I don't think I think his instrumentals get a lot of praise. He's a multi instrumentalist, but I don't think his voice gets enough praise. His whiny voice, piggy.
0: Well, I was going to say his voice isn't getting praise. I was only saying earlier that like his delivery is incredible, so it gets praise from me, and I don't say that much
1: two says John my beloved was my favorite it was really hard for me to make a choice though. Yeah. V says the best way to listen to an album is by or an artist is by album. That's just the way I listen to music in general. Cool says my favorite was Eugene by far the song' was so grounded in its p- place. In the place it was written, it was one of the few that really caught me. yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's kind of how I felt. It, it made me like snap back and like, oh like okay.
0: And I just want to touch on what Rat said there. So, like, ultimately, that is a a reminder of why we started this podcast of this week's album in the first place is because I was trying to convince Piggy that he needs to listen to albums and that albums are there for a reason. And ultimately, that playlists are kind of ruining albums, as in people don't listen to albums because of playlists. So, yeah, big fan of albums. (laughs) Kids these days. (laughs) And their and their stinking playlists. I also love All of Me Wants All Of You. And should have known better. Like, so wait, all of Me No, classes. I
1: hated that song. Which one? All of Me Wants All Of You. Why? Didn't feel like it fit on the album. Like it's an album about his mother dying and he's got a song about masturbation.
0: <laughs> yeah, that does kinda of, the first time you hear that you're just like, wait, what? But um it works though, I think. It's a great song, I think. Oh, there's a, welcome the
1: Par Parulano. Uh, that's a question for Greg, because Greg was a pretty big Stone Roses fan, I think.
0: That is, and for any new followers, or people who aren't already following us, make sure to follow us, keep up to date on our chats and discussions. So, do you like more Stone Roses or Gigi, Gigi, Gigi D'Alessio? Who the fuck is Gigi D'Alessio? Um But it's an interesting question, purely because we had a Stone Roses album, what, two months ago? Um, yeah maybe yeah yeah so we discussed we we listened to and discussed the stone roses as part of our Britpop pop week and um, um, anyways we quickly fell in love with the stone roses everybody um i think unanimously gave unanimously gave that high reviews and high scores so mm-hmm. big fan of the stone roses these days Absolutely. I believe
1: they were the progenitors of Britpop,
0: weren't they? Yes, well, that was the discussion we had at the time. But I think it was Entity who disagreed um, and argued that we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Um, and we weren't there. We don't understand Britpop, which was fair. Fair. Was it Was it Entity?
1: i believe so i mean we are neither british nor uh, we were not alive during that time so
0: exactly well we, we were alive just not listening actively to pop and part of that conversation um, But yes yeah, i'm um, very very good <laughs> very very good so yes so what did you say your favorite song was jake eugene. Was eugene yeah yeah um what was your least
1: favorite Uh, Probably all of me wants all of you, just because it doesn't feel like it fits in the album. Interesting. Feldos
0: is very very cheap. I'm not
1: singing you one pound
0: fish. (sighs) So everyone else, let us know. Or or did they say there? Actually, they did. Do you want to read? So Patu said, "John, my beloved, was my favorite." Uh, Really hard for me to make a choice, though. Yeah, fair um quill said i think you already read this but i'll just read it again i said my favorite was eugene by far the song was so grounded in the place it was written it was one of the few that really caught me out as i was listening interesting mm-hmm. belfast john and blood was a good choice for me cool yeah. so what i want to know is based on this experience are you more inclined to check out more sophia and stevens albums
1: I don't know. Like, <laughs> I I wish he would make an instrumental album.
0: He did. It just wasn't your cup of tea. Ascension wasn't an instrumental. album. No, the his most recent album. It's considered an instrumental, but it's like digital. Oh yeah, not a huge digital
1: instrument. I want to hear him playing his actual instruments. It's, um, a, it's
0: a four disc digital instrumental album that he done. And um, the death of his father, I believe, was a lull, though. Let me see who's, who it was that died. Uh, with fellow folk singer, writer
1: Angelo de Augustine. It's called The Beginner's Mind. It just came out on July 7th. What, what? Are you talking Aporia? What are you talking about? Because he uh, he released an album in March 24th of 2020 with his stepfather Lowell Brams titled Aporia.
0: No, so he released Convocations in 2021, May 2021, and it has 49 instrumental songs on it. That is not even. What? It's two and a half hours long.
1: Jesus fuck. All right, Piggy. Next week, Complications by So. No.
0: Piggy, that's harsh. What? What are you saying? He said, "I hope no one else dies, so you can stop making music."
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't worry. His stepfather's still alive. That There's always a chance. Harsh. He seems like the kind of guy who would get sad over Juice World dying and write an album about it, though.
0: That's harsh. Like.
1: That's- <laughs> 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 fucking howling. Oh Lord. He's just an overly emotional dude. <laughs> like, I, I will say that. It's clear with his music, but you know, through all my travels and all my. Jake,
0: Jake. So, Convocations, right?
1: Yeah. Following
0: the death of his biological father last autumn, Convocations is a new 49 track album by Sophia Stevens, split across five volumes Meditations, Lamentations, Revelations, Celebrations, and Incantations each a vessel to reflect on mourning, healing, and catharsis, studying his own stages of grief. That man is not allowed to have family anymore. Or he's got to
1: stop writing fucking albums. <laughs> he needs more inspiration than death. This isn't a Norwegian black metal band. <laughs> like, Lord. Come on, Sophion Uh Mm -hmm. There's more to music and inspiration than sadness. And it's what I I used to remind people of. Uh, As Ireland's number one mental health music podcast, it feels like you're required to cover all five of them.
0: (laughs) Well, all I know is I've listened to... Have I listened to all of that album? I don't think I have. I think I've listened to three volumes of it and gave up i can't remember i mentioned it before in the discord when it came out that i was excited and then i realized it was all instrumental and i wasn't a fan of it well i'll um, check it out two and a half hours no fuck that um, so would you check out any of his albums
1: i mean i'm gonna check out complication that's for sure at least a couple songs off of
0: every I'll call them chapters. I also see Um, Patu and Belfast said, yes, they would absolutely check out more of his albums. So that's good. That's good.
1: I'm interested in his album, Michigan, just because I've heard good things about it. And um, he's a Michigan person. And, you know, for our European
0: folks. He's got a few albums, like, named after different states. So Michigan, Illinois, Chicago. No, he is from Michigan, though. Yeah, but I'm just saying he has albums named after different states.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see what he wrote about the the state up north. I mean, Illinois is next door. Like, well, two states over. Well, actually. There's no, there's nothing called Ohio. Was he Ohioist?
0: No, not yet. There's not. <laughs> no,
1: I guess maybe maybe he'll realize that I talked about him on a podcast, and if I die, maybe he'll get really sad and write an album about me. Hmm.
0: Huh. I'm just looking no. here. Illinois, Michigan. I thought there was one called Chicago. I made that up. Chicago's in Illinois. Ah, okay. There you go. I'm, I'm, yeah. a, I'm not American, you know? Yeah, no. Yeah. Song You're Chicago. not required I mean. to know that shit. Yeah, fair.
1: I'm barely required to know that shit. <laughs>
0: um, like I said, I haven't listened to all of his albums, though. I have listened to one that everybody rants and raves about, but it just doesn't do an awful lot for me. Maybe my opinion will change on that someday. But um the album's called The Age of Ads, like ADZ. A lot mm-hmm. of people love the album from him. Didn't do it for me.
1: Hmm. I have to uh see if I can find any uh songs out there I, I care for.
0: It's mad, I'll probably I'll probably like it eventually, who knows? But um so yeah, I will listen to more of his albums of course. Um would you recommend this album to a friend?
1: there are certain friends that i think would enjoy this album yes okay there are certain friends that would are much like piggy would just laugh at me okay I, this is not one of those albums it's for everybody but that doesn't make it a bad album
0: Belfast said i enjoyed the album immensely it really mellowed me out completely while getting annoying things done uh, Patou said, yes, I would recommend this to a friend. Cool. Um, And then, I suppose, ratings. We'll move on to the ratings in a moment. Belfast said, i recommended really recommend it to my father as he prefers the softer tunnels these days. I, I can understand that, yeah.
1: You you skipped right over V's very important comment of, what is a Chicago? I thought this was a pizza or something.
0: <laughs> it's a deep base, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes. Right, so ratings, Jake. I knew, you know, honestly, I hadn't even
1: thought about this. Like, um, it, it gets a very high rating for, it, it starts off with a very high rating for the fact that it can have a non cohesive story feel cohesive because of the way he told yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And it does get a good rating for the his mastery of the simplicity of the the music and how he brings out the most in every single note it does lose some points too because i feel like for the third time i'll say it he's his own worst enemy and he does some stupid shit that he doesn't need to do sometimes um he ruins the purity of a moment by interjecting his need for experimentation no matter how minor um and, and for that i think he's gonna get a seven from me
0: ludicrous um, ludicrous
1: Jake. you're also the only one out of all of us who've given an album a 10
0: <laughs> like we
1: Stand i haven't by. i haven't even i have not i haven't even thrown out a 10 yet
0: but i gave an, had... I, to be fair i gave an album a 10 out of 10 purely based on my relationship with that album not necessarily because it will go down as the number one greatest album of all time to everybody in the world. You know, as in, like it's not. I know it's not going to go down like that to everybody. You know, right. Um, but for me, the relationship I had with it, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Um.
0: As for me, I agree with Patu here on this one. Um, a nine point five for me and Patu on this one. Quill said a six out of ten. Interesting. I'm surprised that actually, like, 7 and 6 aren't bad ratings. I just am a little surprised. I thought you were going to give a higher. I think they're appropriate for the overall quality of the actual album.
1: I think this is a situation, too, where you have an emotional, an outside-the-music-emotional connection to this album, and you love this album so much that it might be skewing your rating up.
0: But it re- one of the reasons I love this album so much is because at the end of the day it's one of those albums that as a package like it's almost a perfect package. Um like for me I wouldn't get rid of any song off this album. Um or, like I said, I only ever listen to the album, I never listen to songs, I just always listen to this album to me and that's like it's almost a perfect album in that sense, you know. As in, like it, it does exactly what an album needs to do, um. But also, this man is suffering. You can hear that the emotions he's going through, and he lets you in on it. Like you're, you're getting a glimpse into the, the grief, the sadness. I don't know. Maybe, maybe depression. I don't know. But the sadness, the grief, the anger, all that stuff. You're getting a glimpse of where he is at that moment in time. You know. Um, sure. While, as you said, earlier, retelling these stories, so it's almost like sitting around a campfire, listening to a guy telling his his stories, and you're, you're part of that intimate story that, even though it's not really intimate, but everybody else in the world can hear, it, but it feels intimate, you know.
1: Sure. Yeah. Uh, I think my thing is is he there's there's more to music than sadness. No, and there's I'm more saying. reasons. Absolutely, that's what I'm run. saying.
0: It's like, and that's why I wasn't focusing on sadness. I'm saying it feels like you're part of this intimate storytelling and the, as a package the album itself is f- like a solid package well, I think it says how
1: does a 2 grab you? Madness. better than a 1 Madness! you've given it the same rating you gave the Ween album
0: <laughs> did he give it the same rating as the last Sophie Stevens album? Uh, you'd have to ask Butter that.
1: Butter's got the chart. I don't. I would imagine he
0: rated Ascension a little higher, probably. No, I think he gave it a 1.
1: I don't think he's ever given anything a
0: 1.
1: I don't think any of us have given anything a 1.
0: Belfast gave it a 9 this time around. Nice. Good to hear. Yeah, it's not a bad album. Not at all.
1: (laughs) Madness. (laughs) oh lord so that brings us to the always fun part which is next week Mm. uh we're gonna we're gonna throw up a a random we're gonna follow the order guys it's funk next week get out your bell bottoms your star-shaped sunglasses your cocaine oh wait that's disco uh we already did that Hey, you can still get out your cocaine. I don't really mind.
0: Gotta make a move to a town that's right for me, Jake. Huh? Gotta make a move to a town that's right for me.
1: Bowling Green is lovely, and I keep telling you. It's lovely. Uh,
0: uh, Won't you take me too?
1: No, I am taking
0: you to your funky town. Gotta make a move to a
1: town that's right for me.
0: Funkytown. Right, so it's not Funky town, no. uh,
1: uh Well, so I've I've grabbed two albums because honestly, guys, uh, Greg and I and Piggy, none of us know no funk. Like we can tell you a few Sorry. people. Oh,
0: you know funk, Jake. God, pure d- funk. God, do I know funk? Have you not heard Jazzy Jeff and the Good Old Boys? No. I've watched enough
1: Fresh Prince to not <laughs> want to
0: see Jazzy Jeff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh God, uh, Butter, you're fine. Butter says, "I'm sorry, I'm so slow." No, you're you're fine, but No worries. Um, no, literally so I, the I, only
0: funk artists I can even think of are original Red Hot Chili Peppers, and that's not, sure. No, they they that, are considered funk originally.
1: Yeah, they were. Yeah, that's modern, more modern funk. Yeah. Um, so I snagged two very well known albums, two very well known artists. And I picked both of these for very specific reasons. Um, funk, is just like blues, it is one of those progenitors to rap. It's one of those things that kind of blended together with other genres in certain ways to form what ended up sounding like rap music overall. Um, so Funk might be a good week for Peggy. He might give the album a three. I don't fucking know. Um, so the two albums that Greg and I are going to discuss here and feel free to put your opinions in the chat, please. Um, the first one is secret or street songs by the one and only Rick James. Um, this is the album that has the song that everyone knows on it, which is super freak. She's super freaky. Um, Rick James is basically one of the godfathers of funk. This album was one of the, you know, building blocks of that entire movement Um, released in 1980. Perfect, perfect time where it was getting into its, its hype, but it was still kind of on the decline and Rick James kind of injected a little bit more mood into the, into the scene. Is that what, is that what the kids are calling it today? A scene. Um, And then the other one is the classic and parliament and mother the, their album mothership connection which is considered one of the best albums ever written
0: Holy it's shit. in the
1: lot li- huh
0: i've heard that um...
1: yeah it's in the library of congress um it's had a you know huge influence across all of music um you know george clinton uh is obviously one of the most well-known musicians of all time um Overall, these two albums are gonna offer us the most I don't know. I don't want to say in depth, because I'm sure we can go find a nineteen seventy-three concept funk album, but yeah. This is gonna offer us the most broad and enjoyable view of the funk genre, so we can give it a proper
0: <laughs> it's a concept album.
1: Proper look. Mothership connection's not a concept yes, album. Yes, it is. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Oh, because it's got the escapist outer space theme. <laughs> yeah, it's described as a loose theme. But yeah, um, so those are two. Uh, let us know what you guys think in chat. Obviously, you're all in your mid-50s to early 60s, and you've lived through funk, and you're you're well aware of what funk music is, and Greg and I are obviously the same. Um, no, we're flying fucking blind here, but well, Greg, opinions?
0: I, so I only listen to Parliament to this album within the last six months i think Um, and yeah for the first time and so basically i have the book at home a thousand one albums to hear before you die and one day i just randomly opened a page found that and i said right time to check this out had it on Blair and on the, the speakers and i didn't know what to expect didn't know what type of genre it was and i just remember falling in love with it thinking this is funky but like it was so like not what i expected from an album like but especially with that name like um it was just so different i guess um and i was down for whatever the fuck it was he was talking about at the time like i can't really remember but i mean i just remember at the time going is this guy hi um yeah he absolutely was Jake. guy I, I read up afterwards because i was like what the fuck um, Absolutely was, and I think he might mention it as well in one or two songs. I, I I don't remember, but I remember looking at the cover as well, and then just was like after listening to it, I was like, I need to know more about this song, um, oh, about this album, sorry, and I just remember going, this is bizarre. I actually recommended it to Piggy at the time. Um, I wonder did he ever listen to it? And um, but anyways, so this time around it's tough. Do I want to hear that album or do I want to hear a Rick James album? And I've never listened to a Rick James album.
1: George Clinton is probably, if you're looking for the funk master,
0: mm. if you're
1: looking for the man, that is that is George Clinton.
0: Do you, know what? Um, do you know what? We're trying to find a genre that Piggy would like. And I did recommend this album to Piggy in the last 12 months because I thought he would like it. Yeah, that's a good point. We should just do
1: that album. Mm. Parliament? Uh, Mothership? I'm going to write this down so I don't have to forget it and ask you in a week. Connection. Ouch. I also write it down so I can remember I'm old. Uh, I think I would prefer street songs. Really, Patu? Why do you think you would prefer street songs? Are you a big Rick James fan or are you just a big Dave Chappelle doing Rick James fan?
0: So Parliament Mothership Connection is 28 minutes long. What's the name of Rick James's album? Uh, street Songs. Oh, it actually is called Street Songs.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That is... Ooh, oh, that's... Jesus Christ, that's a deluxe edition. Um, but the deluxe edition has a lot of live songs, so it's 2 hours and 15 minutes.
1: Yeah, no, it's a 34-minute uh, song. Right. <laughs> no, this, this, this was the days of cocaine and short lifespans. Like, you're not... You're not writing a fifty minute fifty minute, two hour album usually so, back then.
0: Yeah, so the expanded edition. On Spotify they only have the expanded edition which is forty seven minutes or the mm, deluxe, bad. or the deluxe edition. Forty seven
1: minutes isn't bad. It's just got three versions of Super Freak on it.
0: See I know some of the songs. I've just never listened to the album. But the question is, which one is Piggy more likely to enjoy? Oh. Uh I would I would think that And it, actually this goes out there like Patu, everybody else. Do you think Piggy would like this album? Either of these albums. I think he's more likely to like the mothership connection one. But it's hard to tell. Piggy often goes on about if he heard a song from an artist before, he already has an opinion on them, and therefore he can't change his opinion. He, I know, he's heard Rick James before, and therefore he will already have an opinion on them and can't get changed.
1: Yeah, and he'll come on the uh, uh, podcast and just go, "I'm Rick James, bitch."
0: I don't know. Just something tells me Parliament is the album for Piggy here.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think it is. I think Mothership Connection from Parliament is is gonna be the way to uh way to go. I think so. Plus it's only thirty some minutes long. He'll survive. I mean I could have we could have I could have been really greedy and made us listen to the Ohio players, but I'm not gonna do that. That's just me being an ass. <laughs> mm.
0: So we're going for?
1: Yeah, we're going for uh, mothership connection by parliament.
0: Nice so funk funk right now we're uptown funky up i'm in work tomorrow early so i'm not doing half the show i'm sorry no uh, you're fine again to touch on what i said earlier apologies guys i did lose an episode um, that i haven't uploaded yet so the next i promise i promise to god i will get back in control of this podcast thing <laughs> i will i'm sorry I'll get there.
1: I'm. I i do not
0: care. I'll get there. Oh, actually, just a tidbit for guys before we go. And um, I was telling Jake earlier that on Tuesday, today is Thursday On Tuesday, I done a hike, um, a forty-kilometer hike. Took me eleven hours. So, that's what we the takeaway here is, guys. I need to be more wise with my days off. Rather than going on fucking eleven-hour walks, I need to fucking start uploading these podcasts, and I will. I will do it. Only. Shit.
1: Only Greg would go on an 11 hour hike.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, So, oh, you should have seen it actually. No, I'll I'll tell you. um, So, everybody in work knew I was going on the walk. And um, afterwards, like, I got home from the walk and my feet, I had to sit down, my feet were in bits. And I was telling the guys in work, I was like, oh, I don't think I can go to work tomorrow. I was like, "I'll, I'll let you know in the morning. So I text him that morning before work and I was like, I, I can't do it, I'm sorry, I won't be in today, sorry. Then like half an hour later, an hour later, I was downstairs, I was like, getting ready to make myself a coffee. And I was like, wait a minute, I can, I can walk, I can do this. So, so I texted my boss saying, scratch that, I'll be in there in half an hour. I went into work, it was so awkward, the vibe, you know, I could just feel that they were not impressed with me. It was yeah. It was fun. Yeah, fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, no, I was look. I was being a dick. I was being a bit selfish. Well, I went in. That's the main thing. Yeah, yeah. That's the important part. You uh, you made it there. I just see there. Rat said, 11 hour hike, listen to one album the whole time." Um, actually, I was telling Piggy I didn't bring any headphones with me, and um, so I had no music, no audio book, around like that. Just went for that eleven hour hike with my backpack and my camera. I brought um. Brought my camera with me, I brought use my phone for taking photos as well, and videos actually. So I may upload a video or something like that on YouTube. Um not not this week's album YouTube channel I like had that but my own YouTube. Or yeah. Instagram, I haven't decided what I'm gonna do yet. And I bought a GoPro, brought that with me, but I'm not sure the videos are any use. Um yeah, shit like that. That's what they did to nice. me like. What about use? How was your week,
1: Jake? Yeah, not too bad. I did the usual thing. I worked, and I, uh, I did some more work, and then I uh, I worked some more. <laughs> hey, I, now I'm here, and I'll work tomorrow. No, my, my week wasn't bad. Just just the usual stuff. I'm starting to mitigate some stressors in my life and uh, hoping to get back to my usual happy-go-lucky self, you know?
0: <laughs> I know just the album for you. Carry and Low by Sufianstee. Is that a That'll cheer me right
1: up. I'll go listen <laughs> I'll just go listen to some brown bird salt for uh, salt. That'll cheer me up.
0: Yeah. Right. Guys, Jake, everybody yep. in the chat. Batu, Butters, Ra, Belfast, did I miss anyone? Piggy. Quill. Quill, of Piggy. course. Quill. Um, thanks for popping along. And everyone else who's new, Daniel, thanks for the follow. If you haven't followed us already, guys. Give us a follow there. We will see you next week. Yeah.
1: See you next week, guys. Listen to Parliament's Mothership Connection. Thanks for stopping by. Bye.